All right. Good morning, Four Oaks Church. It is Pastor Paul here on a Monday morning. Can you believe it? September 19th, 2022. Welcome to Romans Rewind. This is where we come behind our sermon passage from the previous week. And obviously we're preaching through the book of Romans and highlighting different themes, issues, theological ideas, things that we did not have time to unpack in full maybe during that previous Sunday sermon. And we'd use the weekdays here, these 10 or 15 minutes every weekday morning to, to do just that. And we are now in Romans 12, verses 3 through 8. And Paul is talking about the spiritual gifts. And so let me read the passage for us, because there's a lot of things in here that we can follow up on from Sunday's message that we didn't quite have time to get into, particularly related to the nature of the gifts themselves. So let me read Romans 12, 3 through 8. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function, so we, though many, are one body in Christ and individually members one of another. Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them. If prophecy, in proportion to our faith. If service, in our serving. The one who teaches, in his teaching. The one who exhorts, in his exhortation the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. So this is a dangerous thing to, to admit to you, but all the way up until the time we started this um, devotional this morning, just a few minutes ago, I, I was having a running debate about where to go with this morning's devotion because there's so much here. And to address one thing immediately raises um, questions and issues about another area. And it's almost as if we need an entire class devoted to the spiritual gifts, which we do, okay? And, and there are excellent expositions of, of works on the spiritual gifts. I'm, I'm thinking of Don Carson's seminal work on 1 Corinthians 12 through 14, um, the title escapes me at this moment, but is it, it is an excellent exposition of the gifts. So what I what you're going to find here this morning is sort of a running stream of consciousness where I'm going to talk for a few minutes and stop and pick back up where we left off um, the, the morning before and kind of wait our way through this. So, so your patience is greatly appreciated. Let, let's start by just hitting a couple of high points from the sermon to make sure we're on the same page. Spiritual gifts are not natural gifts, okay? Natural gifts, um, I'm, I'm, I'm good at woodworking, okay? Or I'm good at being a handyman, or I'm good at communicating, or I'm good at um, organization, okay? Just, I mean... It, these could be natural skills. It could be something that you're good at in your vocation. You're good at discerning the law. You're good at discerning um, the intricacies of the body as a, as a doctor. 
these are all, and when I say natural, I don't mean that they don't come from God. Okay, all good things come from God. What we mean is that when we talk about natural, is that everybody has them or some of them, right? So Christians, non-Christians alike have natural gifts and abilities um, that have been given as a gift by their creator so that they can flourish and fulfill God's purposes and mandate for their, for their lives. When we talk about supernatural gifts, okay, um, what we're talking about are gifts given by the Spirit, okay? These are reserved for Christians only. And at the point of conversion, um, God, using who we are and our backgrounds, our personalities, and our natural giftings, shapes us and conforms us towards a spiritual gift or purpose, the, the, the use of which is to be for the building up of the body of Christ. So as you can imagine, okay, for example, um, there is a great, there can be a great overlap, okay, between natural gifts and supernatural gifts. And again, supernatural gifts I'm using as a term to refer to all spiritual gifts. They're all gifts given supernaturally by the Holy Spirit. I'm not talking about sign gifts, okay? And that's a whole, we're not going there today. Sign gifts, things like speaking in tongues and healings, and sometimes people use supernatural to refer to those. But but in, in God's economy, everything is supernatural, right? That he gifts us with. And so as a believer, you have a, you do have natural gifting and you have supernatural gifting. And oftentimes there can be, obviously, um, and overlap in those and oftentimes are. So you might hear about somebody who was in their non-Christian life, um, an excellent presenter, okay, an excellent communicator. And um, it was that was a natural gifting that they had to be able to expound vision and articulate it and call people to it, um, to a specific vision. Yet when they were converted, God took that natural gift and endowed a certain supernaturalness, I just made that word up, to it, where now they are using their natural innate capacities for a very specific purpose, um, whether that's teaching or preaching or, 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 or leading or what have you. And, and again, this is important to emphasize because one of the things that Paul says here that that's just really, really profound, okay, um, is that each have been given a portion of faith. Now, we're not talking about saving faith here. We're talking about sanctifying faith. Each has been given a proportion by the grace of God for the building up of the body of Christ. So it's possible Okay, and every, and every believer has one or several without exception. And one of the things that we said yesterday, it's much more important to be thinking about how we are utilizing the opportunities um, in the Christian realm to glorify God, to build up the body, than to becoming micro-obsessed with what our particular gifts are. Now, Paul lists the, the names, some of the names of the gifts for a reason, right? And we do want to be able to locate ourselves in them, 
And in fact, we're going to use this week to, to unpack those in detail. We're just kind of setting the, setting the stage here. But one of the things that, that, we, that we need to grab a hold of, okay, is that we all have them. The question is, will we obey Paul's command? And I'm going back to verse 6, 5, um, where Paul issues the command here, right? Verse 6, let having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them. And one of the things that we want to say, and we said last yesterday, is we don't learn by being passive. We don't learn uh, what we're good at, what we're gifted at, how God has helped us. We don't, we don't learn those things by a passive state. We don't receive them by osmosis. We don't receive them mystically. Paul, Paul, Paul is just very clear in saying here, whatever your orientation, inclination, giftings are, use them to serve the body of Christ. As we use them, okay, then God shows us things. He shows us what we're good at, what we like, what we're not good at, what we don't like. That doesn't mean that we enter a phase of non-service, right, until we figure out precisely the, 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 that little dot of, per, of, of where there's a perfect alignment between opportunity and circumstance and what we like and the things going on in our life. That, that's not how service works. Otherwise, it would service um, would be easy. And let's be honest, service by definition is hard. Um, there's many joys to it, of course, but if serving was easy, everybody would be doing it, okay? So, so those are some preliminary marks. Now, as we get into this list, okay, it's important to distinguish, okay, this is really crucial, between what we would call offices in the church and um, gifts in the church, okay? So, so flip over for a second to Ephesians chapter 4. And Paul here is going to be speaking specifically, okay, um, about various offices in the church and what he has given them for, meaning God, okay? Okay, so verse 11, Ephesians 4, it says, and he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for the building up of the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of faith and the knowledge of the Son of God to mature adults.